And we are back with the Page 11 podcast, episode 9. Tito is not here. I, uh, Carol Bass skinned him. Um, and we are here with Kala, Anna, Bell, and our very special guest, our number one fan of the podcast, Ali Saron, who is also a registered dietitian. And uh, she kind of taught me a little bit on how to eat a little bit better. You know, I was when we first met, I was... Uh, a big fan of uh, Papa John's, especially their uh, like Cinnabon dessert thing. And, uh, you know, he taught me a little bit about nutrition. And uh, now I'm not a fat piece of shit anymore. So thank you for that. <laughs> no shame for Papa John's. A I'm actually never, shame. I've never had it, but. I You're know. not missing anything at all. I okay. promise you. Okay, good. Yeah. So how about you tell the world about yourself a little bit? Hey, world. <laughs> so. Thank you for the introduction, and thank you for having me. Of course. I, she is our number one fan, by the way. This is true. The number one fan. They actually found me on Twitter under the moniker of a little 12-year-old girl. They're like, she won't bother us. Let's just have her on the podcast and shut her up. <laughs> well, yes. no, actually, uh, I actually lied to Tito. So, like, when he watches this, he's going he's gonna to see that... Uh, we were supposed to film, and I told him, like, oh, yeah, I have, I have someone coming over to, like, check out the dishwasher real quick. And after he left, that's when, like, you asked me if you wanted to hang out or something. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't feel like I, 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 I'm a little scared to, like, do this. So uh, I ended up, like, running away with you for a little bit, and, like, uh, we went hiking for a bit. And I told her I was oh, doing that day. Yeah, I was, I was doing the podcast, and then that was, that was who texted me that day. Was Tito? He's like, is, is that guy still there working on your dishwasher? I'm like, uh, <laughs> guess I guess I gotta go and face this now. You should have um, told me I would have fixed your dishwasher. Oh, you, you know how to fix, fix oh, no. a dishwasher? No, I don't know. Definitely not. Oh. Apparently, all you do is pour vinegar on it. That's what the dude told me. Vinegar solves anything. It does that in baking soda. And coconut oil. Yes, That's true. Well, I, I read your article about like avocado oil being amazing it it is i think avocados in general are pretty amazing i am a i am a bitch for guac especially like a good spicy guac i don't think i've ever had a spicy guac oh it's fucking great i'm usually pretty basic with my guac just like avocado salt you you have figured out i am probably one of the most basic of bitches this is true Yes. I, I think you've lost a lot of respect for me over the last, like, couple of days. I've really like, gained a lot of respect. Have you? 100%. I, I don't see how. Like, you found out I'm a, I'm a basic fall bitch. Uh, the only, like, saving grace that I have is that, like, I'm not all about PCLs, really. Oh. P- PSL. Is that what? Oh, yeah. I that I <laughs> Unless you spell spice with a C. I mean, if you do whatever I am a little dyslexic, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Got, got me an extra few points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi. So, ba- so, ba- <laughs> so, back to you. So, why don't you tell everyone about uh, what you do and, uh, you know, what, what your profession lies in? Okay, so you already mentioned I am a registered dietitian. I work in the hospital setting, taking care of patients, and sometimes go do community lectures, and lately I've been doing some virtual lectures, which has been fun, but mostly in the hospital. And there, 
mostly just taking care of, of patients who are sick, some in critical care. Tell them to eat their vegetables. Tell them to eat their vegetables. That's pretty much all I do. Eat their avocado once a day. <laughs> but it can really vary from taking care of patients who are critically ill, giving them nutrition through tube feeding, or giving education to patients for diabetes, heart failure, things like that. Yeah, that's how we, that's how, like, I tried to, like, dissect your brain a little bit is uh, with, I, I know a few people that uh, could use some uh, special dietitian advice, and, like, I kept on pestering you. Oh, that's right. I would text you all the time. I'd be like, hey, so what do you do with someone who has, like, this kidney problem and possibly has diabetes and possibly has this and like I'm like this girl thinks I'm fucking crazy right now. <laughs> no, that was when I was still. That was before I was a dietitian. I was like, wow, I'm yeah, already getting advice. Yeah. So I, I, I've been keeping track of all the questions that you've asked me, and I'm just paying Stalker. you. Yeah, like like charging you twenty dollars for each text. Oh, okay. Had to yeah. accrue it. Yeah. Gotta make a living somehow. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely understandable. Like you can't you can't do. You know, something that you get at for free. So exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yes. That's why I tried to bribe you with being on this podcast and also trying to make you some some fried pickles. Oh, <laughs> those fried pickles were pretty bomb. I think Very it, proud. I honestly think it was because I, I messed up and I used the wrong vinegar. I think that helped it. It's the ACV. What? Come on, we're talking about acronyms. Yeah, apple but, cider vinegar. Oh well, like I don't know those kind of acronyms. I I don't I don't know like diet ones. I you have to educate me. We got PSL. Yes. ACV. Okay. We'll start with those for now. At the end, there'll be a quiz. Oh fuck! I'm never good at this. <laughs> I usually just go on Quizlet and I just pop them both on at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Yes. I mean, it did get me through school. That was probably one of the best tools I ever used. <laughs> <laughs> can't go to school without Quizlet. No, you can't. I actually never used it, but... <gasps> what? I know. It, Just it, pure mind power. That yeah. That's that's how, obviously, a genius. Well, this is why you're the one with the degrees. Of many pieces of paper. Yes. <laughs> hey, I, I don't have any pieces of paper yet. I mean, you, you, have, you have a coloring book? Just right at the top. <laughs> Degree... I actually don't. My nephew does. So I would have to steal from a six-year-old. Are you suggesting that I steal from a six-year-old? Is that you can always get your own coloring book. But I'll probably eat the crayons. Mm, that's it, right. It is in my nature. You are a crayon eater. I am. Yes. All right. That, I love that cherry, you know, just. <laughs> the cherry? Yeah, cherry flavor. They don't make cherry crayon. Yeah, they do. The red one. It's called cherry? It's cherry. No, it just it, it it's cherry. It's red. So it's cherry. I thought it was called red. In my mind, it's cherry. Okay, I see. I see. Wait, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. I don't want to play with you. I will gladly. For anyone who is just listening to this, my dogs are just rotating between who oh, wants to be on the bed God, and like so nice. who wants to be on the couch. <laughs> want to speak into the microphone? Oh God! Please don't give my dog a voice. Please. Sorry, Anna, get down. No, she's she's good. She okay. can chill. Yeah. 
so where were we crayons cherry yeah um yeah you were talking about like what you do and like um so you do hospital setting and how's the virtual setting been like have you been thinking about that it's different I did a virtual lecture and it was a little weird because I was talking to myself basically like I was looking at my own (laughs) my own face it's just it's an adjustment obviously that's more nerve-wracking to me I just would have shut it off like (laughs) oh what is this (laughs) go away I'm like oh my god I'm staring at myself how terrible this is like I, I I just can't like just stare at myself for like while I'm doing something and take it seriously. I know. Between that and hearing myself talk, it was like my eyes and ears were bleeding at the same time. But I'm like, all right, I can get used to this. But no, it was actually, it was good. It's just, it, it's it's different, obviously, but we're, we had a good session. The group was really participative. They, they were chatting on the side, so it, it went well. I... The, the virtual setting is definitely not as ideal as being in person, but in today's age of of Rona. The, the, Rona, the Rona, you make it work. Yeah, which uh, it, it is quite fascinating to see how we've um, adapted to the things that we've had to. Um, but pre-Rona, if it wasn't for Rona, like, what's your favorite form of, like, of work setting? Like, what do you, like to do the most like do you like the hospital or like would you prefer to do like individual kind of work or maybe more uh, research like what's your what's your bread and butter my bread and butter (laughs) (laughs) my bread and butter right now is the hospital setting and I do really love it it's actually it's pretty pathetic I I love what I do like I come into work and they're like oh great Mickey Mouse is here I'm like hello everybody like, oh, oh, shut just, up. That just makes it so much better that's making <laughs> Um What a nerd. You really are a nerd. Total nerd. Self-confession. So I, I love the hospital setting. I like it because it, it gives me a good diversity of patients to see. Mm-hmm. During my internship, I was fortunate to get experience working in outpatient, community settings. Mm-hmm. So I got to get my feet wet with that. In the future, I would, I would love to try outpatient as well. Eventually, I'd love to go into research, academia. So that's a long-term goal. But in the meantime, I'll stick with but- buttering my bread. <laughs> in the buttering. hospital. Whole wheat, of course. With uh, the, uh, No, that whole grain. You know, nine seed, whole grain. Nine or tw- seeds. Or 12, 12 or whatever. Nothing short of non-GMO. 12. Non-GMO. Oh, like, yes. All, all that good shit. Let, let's get, let's not get, get go down that rabbit hole, unless you want to. But, I mean, we can, because I'm not going to, I think the one thing that, like, so I, I've tried to, like, mimic, not mimic, but, like, try to follow your example in, um, in like the nutrition world like what you like what you can consume like personally and i absolutely have not been able to do the kombucha i can't fucking do it i i know you fucking love it but i can't do it by the way do you know how many times those bitches exploded in front of me when i worked at cashier and like a passage yeah but dumbasses would literally shake it in front of me and i'd be like no done (laughs) well that's true yeah 
You're supposed to tip it on on its axis. <laughs> There's exact <laughs> science to this. Yeah. To you gotta let you gotta let the scoby pass down. The fuck uh, scoby? What oh, the fuck is that? Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> if if you ever have a chance to look up what scoby is, it's literally the coolest thing ever. It's like an alien. And so basically, how, how you make kombucha is, it, it's actually an acronym. Oh, so add that to the list. I kombucha don't remember what is it is. an acronym? No, SCOBY is an acronym. Oh, SCOBY. It's okay. like. That's I, mean. I, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's, it's like the culture for what, how kombucha is made. And it's okay. literally like a mushroom and it grows inside this vat. It looks like an alien. That's, that's what you're drinking. Doesn't it make it sound appealing? I but mean, that's that's where that's that's where all the beneficial bacteria is derived from. So at the bottom, if you ever have a glass of kombucha, that little residue, mm-hmm. it's like fragments of of the scoby that you drink. So what does scoby stand for? I don't remember. I'm, I know I'm gonna have to look look it up. Uh, it's but, okay, but the, that sounds like a lot to process and to remember and. I maybe it's that that I couldn't get into kombucha because like I don't that sounds like a lot like even before like kombucha just I don't know like it's just not your thing no and they have like kombucha beer now oh yeah and honestly I was debating about getting that for the podcast specifically for (gasps) you but I wasn't sure so I and I'm not gonna lie I totally forgot to get it that's it I'm done please hang up (laughs) <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, they make it. It's called kombucha, actually. Yeah, that's one of a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but like, yeah, I saw that kombucha, and I was just like, oh, Jesus, this. I, I immediately thought of you when I saw that. I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> it's all right. Kombucha is not your thing. There are plenty of other good sources of probiotics to choose from. Yeah, like, I see, that was, like, the one thing I saw you, like, post, like, on Facebook was, like, a lot of, like, probiotic stuff, and, like, uh, there, there was one that you did that was, like, probiotic versus, like, what was it, antibiotic or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was this picture, and it's, it's, like, a, a little probiotic holding up a sign that says probiotics and then a pill bottle that says antibiotics. If you see it, you'll understand, but that was one of my little corny humor posts. <laughs> this is why I mean you're such a nerd, and I love it. <laughs> I'm <And> so sorry. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I, I'm, I'm just envious of you, especially how many times you've been to Disney. Like, God. Oh, God. It, it is a, a lot of times. Yes. But, like, that just means you get to be a child constantly. And, like, it's... Oh, yeah, without a question. Yes. We're and it's too, acceptable. It's perfectly acceptable. We're two children right here. We are, pretty just much. In adult form. Um, that... That's up for debate, like, because, like, I... As I've joked around, like, if it wasn't for the fact that I was covered in tattoos, um, I totally could pass as a 12-year-old. Like, actually, I used to do that to my ex, and whenever she would piss me off and we were in the mall... Uh, we would be holding hands and then we would be passing like GameStop or um, 
or like not not build a bear but like the lego store and stuff and i would like use my baby like use like a kid voice and be like i want to go in there (laughs) and like i would embarrass the fuck out of her to the point that like she would literally just like let go of my hand and like just charge in front and like get away from me and like that's why you don't fuck with me like I, <laughs> because i will revert to all out child mode absolutely in public yes i i have no shame like along with no fucks they have all escaped my body <laughs> all the shame and the fucks have left they have left the building they are not returning we don't know what happened to them we sent a search party no luck so far <laughs> yeah. um but anyway, so another thing that like I, I just love like geeking out with you about, like especially when it comes to like nutrition and stuff, is that um, you're one of the few people that I've talked to about um, different different diets. And <laughs> for anyone who is not watching this right now, uh, Belle kind of has claimed Allie. It's just like so yeah, fluffy. Yeah, she is her. Well, her nickname is Foofles. <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. You you do you boo. <laughs> she, she slept. Um. Anyway. Um. I I've been wanting to get into hunting, and especially because a lot of the people who I've been listening to on YouTube and on podcasts and stuff, they talk about uh, game meat and how they truly believe it's really beneficial for them. <clears throat> And how it's more beneficial and sustainable for the environment. And it just gives them a sense of pride knowing, like, where where their meal comes from. And, um, yeah, you, you've been one of the... F- I think you're the only female I know that actually, like, is interested in doing that, too. Like, going for your own game meat. And, uh... With, with that being said, I know I went on a little tangent there. It's mainly because, like, I just really want to go and do it and, like, just actually see what it's like. Um, but when it comes to, like, different diets like that, especially, like, with, uh, like, meat plants and, like, where you get your proteins from and everything, like, do you, is there, like, scientific, like, backing towards it? Like, with where your meat comes like where your proteins come from and like where your where your food comes from like have you ever noticed a difference in it unfortunately there's no scientific backing to say that for example grass-fed meat is superior to regular meat and i think that's also an issue with current literature that kind of tarnishes the studies so they're saying that red meat is unhealthy or leads to long-term disease but i think if we refine that and say well what kind of meat are we looking at conventional kfo beef or are we looking at like you said local farm-raised beef or game meat things like that then i think there would be a huge difference so there may be some studies underway. I know that there there is literature showing that the nutritional profile of grass-fed beef is superior in the sense that it contains more omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory, 
and just contains more nutrients in general compared to just regular beef. But we still need more literature to actually show that there is a clear benefit. And thinking realistically, it's not feasible for everybody to either go out and, and hunt and forage for their own food or to, to buy more sustainable meat or poultry because it does come a bit more of a price tag. But nutritionally, I, I believe that it's, it's an investment. And I think it also tastes better, too. Yeah, it's definitely an investment because, like, I've tried looking at um, diff different places to, like, purchase my food, like, trying to go more local, trying to go more organic. Um, and, you know, I, my brother and I have, like, even tried to, like, process, like, how much it would cost and, like, just the work it would be to get into game meat and everything and it's and it it is a lot no matter what like it's it's it I feel like no matter what there is a balance to it a good and bad balance like if you just go to uh, I guess like stop and shop and just get like the cheapest you know piece of meat that you can with like the with like the pre-frozen like vegetables and stuff like that it's you know it's it's still whatever it's at the cheapest price tag but I feel like you I feel I feel like um you lose like nutritional value in it like I've noticed that the more I spend on the food and like the more like I prepare it myself I feel like I do get more benefit from it but that also could be like a psychological thing you think it like have you do you think that's part of it too is just like because you know where it comes from you think it's like psychologically more beneficial and making it more physical I think the benefit is more physical maybe it is more psychological because it adds to a gratifying component mm -hmm. like you're doing something philanthropic in a way you're supporting local business if you were to hunt for your own meat there's a connection with that as well from from what i've heard other people say that you're respecting the animal mm -hmm. and you're honoring the animal if you do hunt i don't think i could i could do that i don't think i i think i would have a hard time hunting but i respect it as a practice if it's done done right mm -hmm. but i i do believe that the benefits are more physical in, in nature when it comes to just eating locally grown food or food that's grown in more sustainable practices and I think in in a way if the animal is is happier I feel like that has to come through maybe you can't prove something like that but if you think of it like with growing fruits and vegetables if you give something a little bit more care and love rather than growing something on a large scale little TLC a little another, TLC another I, think, I think that's number four for the Ackermans Oh, yeah, but that's then again, right. I can't count, so. <laughs> Number four, our list is growing. Yes. But literally, I think if you if you just care for something, then I think it it returns the favor. Yeah. And I, I find that, like, I found that to be one of the most astonishing things, like, when people said that, like, in the way you, like, in the way the animal dies. And 
I, I apologize to anyone who is vegan who's listening to this and is just like, oh my god, or if, if this conversation leads to you to look into veganism. Like, um, but it's true, you know, like, I, I do think about stuff like that, like, where it does come from, like, everything. And that was the craziest thing to me was, like, it even matters how, like, farmers have even said this, is, like, it even matters how, like, they die. Like, if it's, like, quick, painless, and, like, as humane as possible, like, they said, like, they taste it better, which, this all just sounds like absolute, like, serial killer nonsense, honestly. But, um, like I said, it's, it's crazy how that stuff actually makes a difference in it. And I don't know, like, I've, I've, I've gone on a very long, I guess, like, dietitian, uh, nutritional journey. Like I said, like, when I first met you, I was literally just eating fast food all the time. And then I learned how to, like, really cook, um, and, like, kind of pay attention to labels, pay attention, like, where everything comes from. And I feel like it's helped a lot. Like, and I, I know, like, actually is because I am putting better nutrients in my body and like I'm bet I'm not eating as processed foods anymore but like I wonder how much of it is psychological and how much is like it actually is because like um I am eating from this source instead of this source you know well that's great by the way that you not only cleaned up your diet but you also took it a step further and are going more towards sustainability which it's not because I'm an eco-lesbian and, you know, why not? Because I'm a stereotype. You might as well go all in. All the way up. <laughs> I'm wearing Merle's for God's sakes. <laughs> I, I drive a Lesbaru. I'm a, I have a flannel jacket right there. I am I'm the poster child. Tomboy X should really consider signing me. Tomboy X? Well, you're sitting next to a hippie right here. I literally have a peace sign on my shirt. Yeah, but you're rocking like Converse's, which very respectable. And thank I, you. Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying you we have some Converse. style. We we both have our own unique style. Yeah, yeah. I I I. Besides these, I have all birds and. Oh well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and uh, I bought. You saw me buy a shirt from like a little sustainable store. That was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw it and you were like, I'm getting this shirt. I was just like, fuck it. Is it sustainable? <laughs> yes. Here. God. That still that still gets me to this day, like when, when I got when I got my car. And you texted me that day. But like as I signed for signed for my for my uh Subaru, I, I just wanna keep on calling it a Lesbaru. Um <laughs> I saw you hesitated for a second. You were yeah. like Les I mean Subaru. Yeah, I tr- <laughs> I don't know why I try to contain myself on my own podcast. I guess you know what it is, and it happened last time too. It's because Joseph's here, my nephew, and every time and like I try to watch my mouth around him, and I guess like it just bleeds in for like a couple hours, so just dripping with references. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, like uh, like when I got it. I had no idea that Subaru literally marketed, like, put millions of dollars towards marketing towards lesbians. And I fell for it. I fucking fell for it. I got, I got the, I I got the Forester, which was the absolute 
Les Brew. They got you hook, line, and sinker. Absolutely. Like, oh, yes. It's a nice car, though. I really like the Outback. My aunt has the Outback, and uh, that, that is something else that is hysterical. My aunt, she looks she looks like the poster child for as a lesbian. <laughs> like, she wears flannel. She drives an Outback. She has been gardening her whole life. She is a cat and dog person. She wears fucking... They're not Timberlands, but Timberland-esque boots. Like, she straight up looks like a lesbian. Always has. Never liked girls. Never liked girls. Breaking the stereotype right there. Yeah. Well, except for me and my cousin are both lesbians. Which... So you just fit in perfectly. Yes. We make up for it. <laughs> I drive a Nissan Rogue. I, I used to want a Rogue. Like, I, I thought they looked really cool. I, I like that whole, the whole SUV kind of thing. I think it's considered a crossover. Please use the correct terminology. I apologize. And my I think you're hanging out with lesbians too much that you are <laughs> actually actually using better terminology better than me. T- I'm just cleaning up my acts. <laughs> <laughs> but my car is a total mom car. So I really I don't can't. think it's a mom car. I don't think I see I really? they're you know what it is? They're becoming the mom car because no one wants to drive a fucking minivan anymore. Oh, minivans are so farty. Like fart central. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. You, no, but, I mean, yes. To, to an extent, you're right because the thing is, is that like the real awesome one back in the day was the Astro Van, which I my buddy had a '91 Astro Van that we absolutely broke down. I don't know what an Astro Van is, but we had a van. Our family down by the river <laughs> <laughs> when you were living in a van. <laughs> down by the river. <laughs> Oh, vans! Vans are sick. Yeah, that thing we, was a mother. Yeah, we had a we had a decked out one too, and it was green. It was hunter green. <gasps> Get out! It was like the camper, like luxurious type. It even had um, a three seat back that uh, you pressed a button and it would lay down into like a full size bed. No way. It had a TV in it. Oh, I saw a TV too. I just have With so a many VHS. Good- yes. Yes, and you would watch just Disney out of it, right? We actually watched Forrest Gump on it. <laughs> the fuck? And probably some Disney movies. I'm sure you did. Forrest Gump, though. You know. Yeah. Every really? five-year-old kid wants to watch. Yeah. Actually, my my boot camp name was DeForest. <laughs> I'm not kidding. DeForest. Not The Forest. No. DeForest. DeForest. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. And, and, like, a lot of people thought, like, when I said that, they're like, what, did you, did they just call you, like, Forrest Gump or something? Were you that dumb? I'm like, no, the drill instructor just honestly did not read my name tape right, and she thought my last name was DeForest. Oh, they went from Federa to DeForest? Yeah. That's brilliant. It's, is it, though? I, it's just, like, a great, a great switch up. Yeah. I only met one dude that was cl- I'm not even going to say clever enough because I pointed it out to him. Because immediately when everyone says my last name, they automatically say, um, Fodera. Or they say, uh... Why, though? It's not that hard. You're Italian, you, and you're from Long Island, so you understand. What do, what do people say to you and call, call you? There's no way that they always get it right. There's no way they always get it wrong. Hmm. What are they? <laughs> you gotta be a real dum dum if you say like. <laughs> Sorry. 
What are you thinking of? Someone has said it. I'm sorry. Did they call you crayon? No. Crayon? They'll do like like a hard C. Like crayon. Crayon? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, this is like first grade phonetics. It's a, it's a C that sounds like an S. Like, what are you doing? But that doesn't happen often. People usually say Saron, actually. They do? They get it right? I think so. Uh, I'm I not. Think g- so. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I, I um, when I first like met you, I'm like, is it Saron or is it like Sarone? Like, do you like pre- oh, pronounce it hard? Like, that's I don't... that's actually true. Some people say Saroni, but not many. I think people just don't say my last name at all. <laughs> just like <laughs> you, a Alexandra. Yeah, I don't I guess no one really calls me my last name. I, I, I've been called by my last name more than my first name, so. Well, I guess you, for your background, that was more common. Like, for me, as a dietitian, they're not like, yo, it's Rome. Do they, do they just call you, like, Allie all the time, or they don't, or? So, I pretty much flip-flop. I go by Alexandra or Allie, and I usually tell people, you can call me anything, you can call me Alex, just don't call me something really weird, like Jennifer, <laughs> like, keep it within the Alexandra range. Yeah, so... Keep it with the uh, somewhere in there. <laughs> start that, uh, yeah, you want to be funny and be like, hey, Ali, haha, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, <laughs> any, any of that is fine, just somewhere in the A range. I think one of the coolest like nicknames i saw for like alexandra is a uh, is a uh, just uh zandra zandra did you work with zandra at whole foods i think for like a minute was she was she the one who moved to one of the carolinas i think so she had short hair yeah she's very cool yeah she's zandra yeah you know what uh yeah she she bagged for me for like her last day like I think I do I think I do remember because I like asked Jerry about her and uh, I was just like hey who is that and he's just like oh she's leaving I'm like oh that's sad oh yeah Xandra that's a nice or Lexi too some people do oh yeah that that is a that is one I didn't I don't know you have you have a you have a plethora I do have a plethora of nicknames you can go for yes which by the way I just realized we didn't even say how we met. Oh, yeah. So, um, back in the day, we used to work for good old Whole Foods Market. We do not speak for the brand or the company. Um, <laughs> uh, I was a lonely little cashier, and she worked in Whole Body. Represent. <laughs> that was another thing, too, was, like, I tried to, like, uh, not, uh, not so much going into, like, skincare or something i've i've always tried to find like something like a good face cleanser and stuff and i never could um but anyway so yeah we we met that way especially because i always had registered too i like oh yeah that's right i always had the register that was literally right in front of whole body and like you had to stand out you had to like stand in front of your register if you didn't have anyone so like half the time i was just staring straight at you I'm just like, hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> so uncomfortable. No. It really was. <laughs> and then as we got more comfortable with each other, I would make 
very ridiculous gestures at you from afar. You would. And be a goofball. And, and I'm just like, I was just like, does she, is she meaning to do that right now? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with this girl? I don't know, like, does she have bad gas or something? I don't know. She's snorting too much of soap or whatever they sell in that aisle. <laughs> whatever whatever, whatever she's taking, she is not sharing. <laughs> That's not right. Uh, yes, good old Whole Foods Market. Yes. We had to, we had a we had some good fun there. Oh yes, some good clean organic fun. God. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the you weren't there for what? Uh, so I call him Cancer Bear on here. I I did slip and say his name. Oh but, okay, but um. So the reason I worked there is because my best friend worked there and he got me the job. And he was my supervisor. And were you there for the Dobby? The Dobby incident? He sounds familiar. We were very busy. You might have been bagging. It Ew! Was that, that, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I remember that, too. There was the one time that you, like, had to come to my register, and you just looked like someone, like, pissed in your porridge. And I was just like... <laughs> what a good description. That was exactly how I looked. <laughs> that was exactly... I could tell that's how you felt. I'm just like, what the fuck? And, she, and you're just like they're making me bag and i'm like just just pretend that you're bagging and like i would just i i could bag myself i didn't care so like i just bagged for you i'll give you guys so much credit okay continue the dobby incident because we we can scan something and put it in a bag bagging is hard i'm not good at tetris i was very good at tetris not to mention how many fucking road trips i've been on and how many times i had to pack a fucking bag like oh yeah that's an yes. art um it just learning how to stuff some sh- stuff ten pounds into a five pound bag is pretty much. But you have to configure it right. There's some mental- and eggs are involved, yes. Um, but besides that, you oh. can just throw whatever you want in there. Oh, that's next level. I've never done it with eggs. Not not well with with grocery. You know, just throw those bitches on top. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the back to the Dobby incident. Uh, we were. We, it was super busy. I was training somebody, and I was bagging for them, and Jerry and Fred. Fuck, I said it again. Um, mm. Oh, whatever. Um, Cancer Bear just, was. Just do a bleep. When it boop and poop. That requires me doing work. I come like, on. Like people are gonna think like, like I'm gonna give the persona like, oh yeah, they don't edit because <laughs> someone upset her. Uh, my my dog just heard somebody come in, um, but no, uh, we call it. Yeah, they uh, they're probably gonna think, oh yeah, they 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 don't edit because they want everyone to know what's going on. No, it's because I'm fucking lazy. I'm not editing this shit. I'm just gonna strap it. I'm just gonna put it all together, and the that's pretty much how I'm just gonna do it. And so I I don't want to edit. Pure laziness. Pure laziness. Right. No bleeps. Oh fuck. no i won't believe it um anyway uh so cancer bear and fred are going up and down the aisles and he fucking found a pair of old used up gym socks that sounds so nice yes so glorious and tasty (laughs) um so like a good supervisor he picked them up which fucking gross like that is a gross man 
he picked up these used gym socks and he walked about like three registers away from me stopped and he screamed yo dyke i look up he throws them at me and because i have been playing sports my entire life i drop what i'm doing and i catch them and i go to unball them and to see that they are sweaty gym socks oh my god and as i'm about to drop them and scream (laughs) he screams Dobby is a free elf! And then books. <laughs> and I fucking drop him, and I'm like, you son of a bitch! This is the middle of, like, rush hour for Whole Foods, and, like, perfect. everything was going on. Like, there were customers, there was everyone. And I literally started to chase him. And Fred got in the middle of us, and I'm like, let me go! Let me beat the shit out of him! First off, he's your supervisor. Secondly, go back to your register, you fucking children. I'm like, this is not fair. He, I I give a lot of credit to Fred. Fred was, was like, he. I, I'm not gonna say he was the dad because he's not my real dad. Um, but he definitely was like big brother between us. Like Jerry and I were like little twins, or like he was like slightly older than me, and like we just like gave each other hell. And I will never forget the time that we had the the one mistake. I think Fred did it on purpose. He put us at the same register. And Jen walked by and she literally screamed at Fred like, what the fuck is this? Did you think this was a good idea? And we're just like, we're going to be good. No, we weren't. We were not. But yes. That's a good story. Yeah. Hence, you guys are on the wall of shame as we speak. Art, what? Yeah. You didn't see that? No. Wait. We're yeah. on the wall of shame? I did not know. <laughs> no, there's no wall of shame. <laughs> uh, did you saying. did you see what I did to Cantamere's fucking picture, though? No. So, like, he had the employee of the month fucking thing up forever. Like, the, we the picture with him with the big-ass cheese wheel and, like, the big-ass baguette. I have never seen this. Really? Yeah. It was up forever. Like, it was up even after he quit. I don't, I don't remember. I'm upset that I missed this. Oh, I was upset they didn't give it to me. Um, <laughs> so, like, this is when he was, like, going for, like, cat, like some, like, regional cashier contest or whatever. Uh, and they took a picture of him where, like, he was trying to, like, look gallant with, like, a wheel of cheese and, like, a big-ass baguette. And I think I had just started working there. And I'm like... Well, I can't let him have a glori- glorious fucking picture and not defile it. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so, uh, there was definitely an evil mustache, definitely some devil horns, might have been a dick or two. Of course. You got all the essentials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. I just put the essentials in there, and then they let it stick up there for, like, a while, <laughs> and I, I took a picture for him, and I'm just like, hey, this is how you look now, bud. Defiled. Yes. I defiled. Cancer bear. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So what else are you up to? Like, because now you started your your second job with, like, the bougies. I did. I have two jobs with two hospital networks. Yes. And going really well. I honestly, though, I'm, I feel really fortunate. I, I love what I do. I work with great people. And... Um, yeah, so uh, working working a couple of jobs, and 
what else do I do, like, in terms of my spare time? Yeah. Hmm. In my spare time, I like to, I love music, music junkie. Uh, I, I do like to, I like to do some healthy stuff. Like I like to meditate. I like to read. I like podcasts. I'm trying to think what else. See, meditation is hard for me. I'm not going to lie. And I, but I, it's also because like my form of meditation is not like, I can't be still, which, uh, that's a, that's a great chapter in, um, Dan Crenshaw's book. Oh, yeah. Being still. It mentioned that. Yeah, and uh, I, I love how he means it the same way. Like, like I can't actually stand still. Um, so meditation for me is honestly uh, uh, running. Oh, okay, like, that's I good. I run and, like, I'll put, like, I'll, e- I'll either just uh, put on a playlist or I'll just put one song on repeat to the point that it just, like, zones out. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I think if if that's your way of, of meditating, anything that brings mindfulness into your life is really important, and it just trickles into everything else, whether that's nutrition, exercise, or just living living your life. Having that awareness just carries you through with everything, and just tuning in and paying attention to how you feel it. I guess in in the beginning I did meditation and yoga kind of just to do it, but it didn't take me until a while, maybe about a year or so, where I really started to feel the effects from it. And it just, it brings you into the present a lot more and just makes you appreciate it. And people say this whole thing, oh yeah, live in the present, but it didn't take until recently and I actually figured out what that, that means. And it's that realization of, hey, like, this moment, like what we're doing right now, is never going to happen again. And it just makes you appreciate that. Because it's like, all right, one day I'll, I'll be looking back on this and I'll have nostalgia. So it's like every moment you you just kind of have gratitude for and you're like, you know, like this is special. So, yeah, whether, whether you want to meditate through running or you actually want to sit down in lotus position and just tune in to the breath and all that fancy stuff i think well, you're so cool <laughs> so cool <laughs> so cool man <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> um, <Uncle Funk? laughs> um yeah but but oh, sorry, I, <laughs> I think whatever whatever floats your boat if you can factor in any type of meditative practice or mindfulness into your day i think is bueno it's very cool. Very, very cool. Very inspiring. Ah, very cool. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it took me a, honestly, I like I I told you before the podcast started, like it took me a long time to get into um yoga, meditation and stuff like that just because like I have no patience and like I I kind of kind of dismiss that a lot. Like like the whole benefits of yoga and stuff like that but then I actually did it and uh I have to say it made it that I was able to move more especially because I always hated stretching that Mm. was that was always something I absolutely hated when I played sports like we we could have ran 10 miles that day um or you know 
Dunhills or, you know, some brutal exercise or something. And the thing I would hate the most is stretching. Wow. Yeah, I just, like, counting to ten to me, like, touching your toes, like, fucking hated more than anything. Mm. I don't know. I, I I guess it's just, like, with that whole, like, stillness and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, back to the, what you're saying, being in the moment. Like, I think it's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, uh, expressions is, uh, you're the, right now you're the oldest you've ever been and you are the youngest you ever will be. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. And, uh, actually, uh, Five Seconds of Summer has a, has a song called, uh, Young As We Are Now or something like that. And, like. I I listen to that sometimes, like, when it comes into, like, when I kind of do need to be into that moment, like, I know they're, they're borderline boy band, but, like, they, they stole a very good mantra, and I oh. kind of had to play into it. I don't know that song. That has me thinking of another song. It's called Stillness is the Move by a band called Dirty Projectors. Isn't that profound? Stillness is the move. Just let that, let that marinate. But I like your song too. <laughs> Marinating and then for five seconds. <laughs> exactly. Flash fry. <laughs> That's cool though. But I I agree with you. Um, I agree with what you were saying. Keep going. I interrupted. <laughs> no, no. You're right. You're good. But yeah, it, it is hard to live in the moment sometimes, especially like, um, I feel like I don't know if I have discussed this with Tito before, like, where the generation, I feel like we're the generation that doesn't know how to be still, just because we're used to, like, instant gratification, we're used to, like, instant results, I should say, like, things happening, like, right away, and when, and we also, we kind of hold on to the hurt a lot more, I feel like, um... And I feel like it's stuff like that that makes it hard for us to live in the moment or to just be thankful for the moment. Because if, like, we're just waiting for, like, oh, man, when is when is this going to get better? When is, you know, when is this going to happen? When it, oh, like, I still have to do this. Like, it's, uh, talk to one kid about it because uh, with Greek mythology, uh, I'm going to butcher his name because I, I haven't looked into it in a while. And I know I'm going to say it wrong, but uh, pe- pre- pacifist. No, it's not pacifist. But it's, uh, it's, the, Gre- it's the Greek mythology myth where um, the, uh, the king tried to fool, fool the gods and try to live longer. And hmm. he's the one who's constantly, his punishment for all eternity is rolling up a boulder up a hill oh, that's what i thought yeah i always get confused it's like i just heard can't Icarus pronounce is, shit i mean greek mythological names are a tongue twister yeah, for the most part yeah except for atlas atlas was easy that's yeah true yeah well yeah that's a good story though yeah um is that where he tried to roll the ball up the hill but it melted in the heat of the sun no Oh, okay. I, I probably think, made that up. Maybe I combined two. I, I think you one. did. I think you combined Icarus with uh, Pes- Pre- something with a P. Yeah, something with a P. Oops, <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, but like his punishment is that like he just constantly has to like roll uh, roll this boulder up a mm. hill, and then once he gets there, it rolls back down. And he has to do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's but that's what like most of the the myths end in when it comes to like their eternal suffering is just them constantly repeating it but like yeah yeah that's interesting and it's a good point that you brought up about the instant gratification and things like that i think something that a lot of people can acknowledge is that it's okay to have emotions and and feel them and sometimes it's good to have like an emotional like barf <laughs> like like you just like let out your emotions and just feel it and acknowledge this is word how vomit, I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah, word vomit except the emotion form. Yes. <laughs> Which I, I did to you prior to this. Word vomit? No. Uh, emotional barf. Emotional Oh yeah. yeah. That that was some good emotional barfing. Yeah. We had a good barf sesh. Yeah. <laughs> We're but, not anorexic, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What were we saying? Uh, talking about instant gratification and how, like, uh, emotional barf. <laughs> oh, right. Emotional barfing. Yes. Um, but, but, yeah. Because it, it's, it's inevitable. We're, we're going to feel a lot of different emotions. And, and suffering is in, it's a part of life. I think that's one of, uh, like, a Buddhist tenet. Mm-hmm. But it's just all how we, how we approach the situation and how you use it to propel forward. Yeah, and that, you know what, that is, that, <laughs> Bell, sorry, my dog is being very rude right now. <laughs> you literally like, Belle, come here. Bell, listen, everyone knows that you are adorable. Hey, she gave me good love. Yeah, and the best part is, is that whoever's watching this right now is just getting a view of her ass. <laughs> so, this is great. There you go. You know what the best part about Belle is? Uh, what the, fu- the funny thing is, is that... Uh, <laughs> <Get> my nose! <laughs> um, if, if you travel with her, she has to sit in the front. Wow. She will not accept sitting in the back seat. Is she a passenger seat driver? Like, brake! Yes. yes. <laughs> Turn right! Yes, but usually her fat ass just sets off the seatbelt warning, so I have to buckle it in. And... <laughs> But, like, even if you're sitting there, like, even if, like, I have so- someone up there, um, I, I've, do- I've done it many times where, like, I've had someone else in the car when I've had to drive Belle around, and she just passive-aggressively sits on them or next to them in the front seat. Very passive-aggressive. Very. Very much. Smart a- girl, though. No. I, I, uh... She she's she is the bougiest of bitches. <laughs> Even bougier than you. <laughs> well, a lot of people say Belle is the most me. Like when it comes to my dogs. Oh. And like they say like you, you know your your animals are a reflection of you and uh I mean Kala has my emo tendencies. <laughs> um Anna is a crackhead like I am <laughs> at times like <laughs> And then you don't actually do crack. No, no, they won't sell it to me. <laughs> like, no one, do not give it to her. Don't give it to her. Um, and then Belle, the zero fucks attitude. You know, I, I really aspire to be on her level. So. You get a, a little bit of each in one. Yes. I, I, as you can see, I'm very dynamic. I see. That's more of just I can't make up my own mind, just like you can. 
I've gotten better. Really? Yes. Okay, to be fair, you presented me with 20 coffees. Almost. That is not true. It was, maybe 19. It, it was 7. Right, how, how, how to screw with Allie. Give her a wide array of local coffee. That's it, just it, like it a recipe local for coffee. disaster. It was just a, my coffee subscription. Alright, sustainable coffee. That's even worse. One was local and sustainable. Just a total. Only the one was local and sustainable. Okay. (laughs) I was just just gonna like start foaming at the mouth (laughs) when you gave me all that stuff. Yes, and you actually brought me coffee, which was fantastic. That's that is a surefire way to my heart. Um, That is another thing that we have bonded over is like our bouginess for tea and coffee. Yes, which ties into the sustainability, and we both appreciate that. Yes, and just you're really good at that. And I try to be. I'm not always successful. Noble effort. But when we when we went, we we recently went to Port Jeff, and I just really admired you walking into every store, and you made an effort to buy something. And it's just it's nice. That's because I'm terrible with money. But you're a good spender of your money. Not you really. You spend it on good things. Like you don't. You don't spend it on, like, random things. Like, you, you're supporting local business. Oh, thanks. I, I will say this. Um, I have turned into an old man like that, that uh, I can't... I look at some things that, like, kids play with. Or, and I, I said kids, and, I, and I've literally seen Cancer Beard buy shit like this. When I, When someone buys something that has no real value or, like, no use... Like, I'm trying to think of something. Um, I I I can't even think of, think of something. But like, pretty much, if it does not have a m- actual purpose to it, like uh, like random toys, like my nephew's toys. Like I I I judge my nephew so hard on some of the toys <laughs> that he buy that like his dad gets him, like. Like those those the the Nafuku dog dolls or whatever the fuck that was, <laughs> it fucking stretches. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that? What purpose is that? Do you know how much plastic? Do you know how many nurdles are in that thing? Like how it's just gonna kill everything and like it's it's not gonna last. It's I'm like I said, I'm just like a grumpy old man. Like <laughs> true, it, but it needs to have some value to it. It is better than than most toys. Your nephew was was playing with it. He was taking time playing with it. Yeah. It was occupying him. Yeah. But I hear you. That's true. It's just, I don't know. I've, I've become, I feel like I've become a lot less fun over the years. Definitely have. Um, and, uh, I, I kind of need to get that, that balance back. But like the, another thing is too, is like, like I was saying before, like I barely watch actual like TV anymore. Like I, that's why I was excited when uh, uh, the last spin we had was comics, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I that was the first time I went to a comic book store, and you know, got it wasn't the first time I've been to a comic book store. It was the first time I bought a comic, and like I got into those, and even then, I'm just like, "Oh, wow, this is awesome!" Like, I'm like, I'm becoming a little bit more kid-ess again. Yeah, that's like, great. Yeah, like. Especially because that was something you and I bonded over too. Is like, 
Disney never dies. It's like, true. Yes. I like that. Uh, that's a good expression. Disney Dis- never dies. Yeah. Wait, Wal- Walt yeah. is in the freezer right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Tragically frozen. Yes. <laughs> it's true. I like that. I can relate to that, too, because I I don't really watch a lot of shows. It's, and, yeah, like, everyone. I love how you have your pinky up right now. Oh, God, I didn't realize. <laughs> so fancy. You're so fancy. Yes, I don't have time for the petty shows. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's it's always good to have something to bring you back to that childlike innocence. It's something that I think people need to get back to, whether it's Disney or anything that just makes you playful. Yes. Or just like yeah. getting on the floor and, and playing with younger kids, like our nephews and our and or my niece or whatever like yes. it's just it makes you happy everyone needs that yes i have i yeah i am not look, i'm actually not looking forward to the day that uh s- someone in my family ha- has a niece my my sister-in-law constantly teases me all the time and the reason why is because she she is very very aware that when said niece is born I am not going to say no to tea time with her. Oh. Um, yes. It's... I haven't yet had tea time with my niece. She's but I've done two, right? Lot. She is three. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, shit. They're about the same age. Or, or Napote. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My, nep- my nephew, yeah. She's no, your, to... your niece and my ne- nephew. Well, wait, my niece and your nephew. Yeah. I know I always get this confused. Yes. Buddha. Yes. Buddha baby. Buddha baby. My my reason for living. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah, he's a cute little kid. <laughs> With his pirate bed now. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> the kid Maybe literally a has bed. a pirate bed. Like I I came and I saw him and he's just and I'm just like, Hey, what's up? What's up, bud? And he's just like pirate bed and I'm like, What the hell is that? And then kid takes me into his room and literally he has a pirate ship as a bed and uh i got really jealous i even said that to him i don't think i told you that like i'm like i'm like buddha i'm not gonna lie here i'm uh i'm a i'm a bit jealous and he's like jealous i'm like yeah i'm jealous and i think i taught him a new word and he said it perfectly <laughs> from then on the kid learns what jealousy means yeah totally pirate bed. <laughs> and then the best part was is like i'm like yeah i'm a little bit jealous like i i i i, I wish i had this and he's like no jealous pirate bed and i'm just like <laughs> Oh, you're gonna dominate the world one day. Like, How do you feel teaching your nephew a mortal sin? Envy, jealousy, <laughs> corruption, I mean, right there. I mean, let's be honest. I'm probably gonna teach him a lot of bad things. <laughs> you're like doesn't even scrap the surface. No, now, for good reason. A pirate ship is something I would be totally jealous of. I, I, I absolutely am. Like, if this podcast makes it big i think that might be how i spend my riches is <laughs> you should just get an actual pirate ship at that point but like an actual you know what i'll get a pirate ship and then i'll put a bi- pirate bed inside the pirate ship mm, that's so, true so it's like pirate ship on pirate ship oh okay now that's like that's that's serious yeah you gotta have a plank obviously gotta gotta have multiple steering wheels and sails anchors this is true i need a place 
I need a brig. An eye patch. Obviously. Peg leg. You know there was actually a reason for the eye patch. Like, most most uh, pirates and sailors actually did have an eye patch. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Was... Oh, they actually didn't have an eye. Or, like, an unfunctioning eye? No, no, no. This was the, this was the coolest thing. And this was before my nephew got into the pirate phase. Um, I found out there was actual reason for that and for, like, the gold earring stereotype. Oh. Um, so, for the eye patch, it was because they would constantly go from blazing sun up at the <gasps> at the top and then they would go down underneath the ship where it was dark so they would switch eyes so that way they didn't like deal with that discomfort like um like when someone turns on the lights and you don't expect it and like complete bit uh pitch dark and like it like your eyes have to adjust yeah so that's what they would do to avoid that uh, like if they were constantly going up and down. Wow. Like, yeah. Why not just whip out the Ray Bans though? Like sunglasses. Hello. Well, I mean, <laughs> this was back in the day. Like they didn't have Louis Vuitton sunglasses. No, I think back then they just had Oakleys, and not oh, everyone could afford right. them Oakleys. That's true. So they're like, I. They were on a budget. <laughs> At that point, just put two eye patches on your eyes. Yes. Protect yourself from the sun. Yes. Make sure they're reflective. Wow, um, I thought it was just because I had a bum eye. <laughs> no, no. I thought like a parrot like chomped out their eye. Yeah, it was, it was just actually a parrot. It's from a son. Oh my god, you wuss. <laughs> it had the actual backing of that, like actual scientific reason. <laughs> the uh, peg leg was real though, is because a shark bit it. Yeah, that was real. That was real. That wasn't. That wasn't for. Uh, that wasn't for effect. That wasn't for effect. And then uh, the other thing is with the gold earring that I was saying, funny enough. Oh, that, yeah. It wasn't to be cool? I always thought those were badass. Um, I mean, it. I, they were cool. But the thing was is that that was actually, like, their uh, death money. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how. Death money? That was, that was their burial, burial money. So, like, if they wanted to be shipped home and be buried at home if they died at sea they'd have it engraved like uh where they wanted to be or like who to contact something like that and that the price like the trade-in price was for them to for their body to go home if they didn't want to be buried at sea so that was what it signaled if they had the gold earrings it it was pretty much a will like they were wearing their will wow as some badass jewelry that's totally badass. That's so much better than today's will on a piece of paper. I'd much rather wear yeah. the bling. And once again, it's more sustainable. You're not cutting down trees. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Just rings for life. Yeah. And it looks cool. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we actually passed an hour. Ooh. How dare us. How dare us. But, uh, so this has been fun. Thank you for being our first guest ever on the Page 11 podcast. It has been great, and you are definitely coming back whether you like it or not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I apologize for the sound of my voice. It's not worse than mine, don't worry. (laughs) And, uh, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram, if you want to friend me. (laughs) I have an email, but people can find me at the hospital. I don't know. 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm usually around usually. somewhere, uh, walking barefoot outside. I like books, and you can find me somewhere. If you want to find me, you can find me. Let's just put it that way. Just put out a bad signal. Yeah, you but know. Instead, just... instead of a bat, it would just be a piece of broccoli or kombucha <laughs> or mushroom. It'll, it'll be one of those. Or just use your spidey senses. If you want to find me, I'm here. I'm always around. All right. I, I, I will try to find you while I, when I get on my pirate ship and, you know. Oh, yes. And my one eye. <laughs> and your one eye and I have the gold earring. Yes. <laughs> but thank you for having me. Oh, this of course. Was blast. Yes. And it will happen again. And uh, thank you again for joining us for the Page 11 podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.